0: When it comes to digital business, let me quote the kinks. It's a mixed up, muddled up, shook up world. I am Scott Smith for Gartner ThinkCast, and we're watching the digital lines blur. The disrupted are fast becoming the disruptors. For all the Amazons and Ubers, there are the GEs and Fords racing to the front of the digital competition. So to make sense of it all, we race to get Gartner Research Vice President David Yokelson here in the studio. David, Welcome. it's my pleasure. Thank you. Now, you write in your research, David, that organizations anxious to win digitally nimble customers must be able to create, recognize, and fulfill business moments. That brings up an obvious question. What is a business moment?
1: Well, you ask a good question, and I'll give you the straight definition, and then I'll tell you why it's important. A business moment is this interesting transient opportunity that you as an organization have to make a difference with someone in a given situation. So it's this neat transient opportunity that you as an organization have to make a difference with someone in the course of how they live their lives, how they're conducting a transaction, or many, many different types of events that they may be involved with over the course of a day. And I'll give you uh, an example. A business moment might be, and we all have experienced this, traveling, I've got an airline delay, and there's a whole slew of things that could happen or should happen or might happen as a result of that delay. There are reservations perhaps to be changed. There are meetings to move. There are goods and services that may have to be moved or changed or rebought or other provider selected or so on. And so the business moment is that unification of person, process, and increasingly things that can actually drive a really neat change or may make a difference in that person's day or life or that particular transaction.
0: What makes this so important as we move deeper here into the digital age? And I guess let me add a caveat to that. What is, or a part B, what makes this different? than what we've been doing before, other than many might be thinking, okay, we have more tools with which to address a situation like that.
1: Well, certainly the technical components or the technologies that we can bring to bear have evolved and they've changed. And that's, I think what you mean when you say tooling. And while there are lots of interesting new capabilities like IoT or blockchain or many, many disruptive technologies, it's not just that. It's also the use of different business models It's the ability to influence large sectors of society, or it may be the ability to change the way that a market operates. And while technology underpins many of those things, and we can look at the internet as a great platform in order to do that, there are so many novel, let's call them business practices, let's call them ways to deliver certain capabilities and services. And there are new ecosystems being created that specialize in enhancing or disrupting these different business moments for people.
0: I mentioned at the outset that the idea of starting, the line is starting to blur between digital disruptors and everybody else. So we've seen, of course, GE has had a whole campaign of going digital, but we've also seen... Many of the traditional car makers now trying to jump up to the lead. I think Ford is considered now moving into one of the leadership positions on self-driving vehicles. And I recently saw uh, one of the larger energy companies in the world is looking at automated cargo ships. All that said, you say that the digital disruptors like the Amazons, the Ubers, Airbnb, for instance, have a big advantage here. How so?
1: It's kind of interesting. I think that the advantage they have often has come by accident. And I wouldn't say that many of the digital giants or digital natives, as we might call them, intentionally figured out, hey, we're going to disrupt this particular area of activity. That's not always the case. I and mean, if you look at Amazon, I think that Jeff Bezos and Amazon, the company, and whether you talk about the consumer side or you talk about Amazon Web Services on the B2B side, I think they had and have very specific ideas in mind of how to disrupt on the consumer side, you know, using not only technologies like Alexa or the Echo and the Dot and all of the different voice and digital mesh sorts of components we talk about, but also through business models like Prime and so on and the way that they aggregate those together. But uh, I think that the advantage that the digital natives and digital giants have is that they sort of inherently have created... Digital platforms, number one. So because of their, I'll create a word, digital nativity, (laughs) think of it that way, they came into being possessing platforms that were automated, that didn't involve offline activity, didn't tend to involve paper. And I'm, I'm being a little bit archaic, you know, to talk about it that way, but they come digitized. Let's think of it like that, number one. Number two, they seem to inherently have realized the value of ecosystems. So whether it is Amazon and their suppliers, whether it is Uber and the drivers or so on, the ability to not only designate and manage or select the participants in that ecosystem, but also expose their capabilities to that ecosystem so that it becomes very, very easy to both technically and from a business standpoint integrate with them is incredibly important. So those are two aspects, I think, that they have going for them right out of the box. Third one, in many cases, is legions of adoring customers or fans. And obviously, some of them are going through their troubles right now. I'm using Uber as an example, just as they're being sued and going through some really awful and horrific management issues that, I won't even get into. However, whether you want to think of Amazon or Airbnb and so on, they all have created many, many, many customers and customer experiences. And because of that, it becomes almost an entity that builds on itself and has its own gravity. So that's clearly important as well.
0: And yet I'm seeing a little bit of a retrenchment. A good example being Amazon is actually opening a brick and mortar store. So it seems like there's been a a, not I don't want to call it a correction, but a little bit of a a different twist on where we thought they were going to go. So I I see I'll I'll let you make the the point on that and then I'll follow with my question.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm jumping up and down virtually and, and realistically here in the booth, because even if you look at the brick and mortar store, the bookstore that Amazon is creating. So just a little bit of background, Amazon's created or will be creating about seven of these brick and mortar bookstores. And you rightly asked. They got into business to begin with, to be electronic. But I think they're even disrupting the physical store. So if you look at the way that these stores are laid out, for those that are, well, you're listening all over the world, but I live in New York, and in New York City, there are going to be two of these stores. So when you walk into one of those stores, first of all, the books are all displayed face out, rather than sideways, so you see the binding. So you're able to see the art, you're able to get that much more of an experience. The books are grouped not only by subject, but by rating and by review. So Amazon is able to deliver in the physical store a notion of what books are most popular, who's selecting what, and not only overall, but in that particular geography. So they're taking that physical store experience and they're picking up on that business moment of somebody going and looking for a book physically and disrupting that. And we could talk about the Amazon Go retail disruptive experience, but that's a whole other thing.
0: Okay, so if they're not only disrupting the industry, but now disrupting, you might even say, the home turf of the competition, can their traditional operations ever catch up?
1: They can. So the good news is, you know, the party's not over, you know, the world isn't coming to an end. And despite Amazon's success and all of that, there's still plenty of opportunity for their competitors, certainly, if not others on the planet, to make a difference, to disrupt if they want to, and if that's palatable to these organizations. And so the easy example is to look at somebody like Walmart, who's still obviously a going concern, did an acquisition of a company called Jet to the tune of something like $3 billion not that long ago. And that combination certainly wants to try to disrupt what Amazon is doing and take its customers away in part by trying to be as good or better at the pick-pack ship and those sorts of capabilities as Amazon is, and that delves into the warehousing and distribution management and so on. But there are also other business moments that other competitors can address. So Amazon sells lots of different types of products They're becoming increasingly good at getting between consumer brands and the customer through products like the Echo and the Dot and the Tap and so on. But that doesn't mean that those same brands can't find other means to engage with customers. And they can go and select those business moments, whether, for example, it might be at a convenience store where they have a product or there might be an engaging web application or a communication that they can create with the customer. So they can go and build and create relationships that are as good or better. They just have to want to do it.
0: So how do you do it? That's a conversation for another time. So join us when we resume our ThinkCast conversation with David Yokelson on an upcoming segment. David is a research vice president on the Tech Go-to-Market and Sales Strategies team at Gartner. Do you want to make sure you get part two as soon as we release it? Then subscribe to Gartner ThinkCast at iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. And drop by Gartner.com slash podcasts anytime to enjoy dozens of other Gartner ThinkCast conversations. And check out the Gartner Research Special Report, Digital Disruption and the New Digital Disruptors, now out on Gartner.com. And don't forget to check out the Gartner webinars at Gartner.com slash webinars. For Gartner ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith.